Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in on this episode of the Shape of Work podcast today. I am thrilled to welcome Sahil Vaidya, the co-founder of The Minimalist. So Sahil, how are we doing today? I am great, thank you. How are you doing? Great, great doing good too. Great. So uh, Sahil, before we jump into our conversation, uh, you know, it would be great if we could just set up a base for our listeners. So, um, you know, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now. um maybe a little bit about the company and then what exactly it is that you do sure so uh, i am sahil vaidya and I, i am one of the co-founders of the minimalist so the minimalist is a creative solutions company that works with brands globally to create uh, thought provoking and inventive work across uh, two main services interaction design and marketing solutions so the way we started this company was also very unique uh, um, i actually was studying uh, engineering at iit bombay so I, by uh, vocation i had nothing to do with this space at all with the space of creativity design and marketing uh, my co-founder and i we met each other in college and accidentally uh, got into this space so both of us were uh, really passionate about creativity and both of us had really bad grades too so that was uh, those were two things common between us and that brought us together and we thought how can we really use this passion for creating uh you know really thought provoking work alive and that's when we started the minimalist as a facebook page which uh, uh, the, the sole purpose of that page was to see whatever is happening in the country and come up with really minimal and hard hitting messaging around it in a very simple fashion so when we started doing that that went viral and we had a community of over 1 lakh people organically uh, back in the day in 2015 okay. and looking at that a lot of clients started approaching us and that's literally how the company started and uh, today 7 years down the line we are a team of uh, 170 plus creative minds working with some of the top most brands in the country wow. like uh, google coca cola mondelez hdfc airtel itc and many other brands so so that's been the journey for us so far and yeah and recently we just uh, encapsulated this entire ip that we have into a book uh, so a lot of people uh, kept asking us when they saw our book that you know how do you really come up with such thought provoking work what are the techniques and secrets uh, behind this so so we decided that 7 years after doing this you know it's it's time for us to sort of reveal uh, the proverbial secret sauce and talk about our entire ip uh, and give it back to the indian design marketing and you know startup fraternity so we have uh, launched a new book called think like the minimalist which is uh, which encapsulates all the techniques uh, that will help any person who is in design marketing or even a student of creativity to master the art and science of creating thought provoking work okay that's great yes i actually saw uh, you know the that you just uh, launched the book uh, the one that you spoke about think like the minimalist so h- how did you exactly come up with the idea and you know if you just give us a little bit uh, more brief about the book it would be great right. sure so like i said uh, over the years we had been doing a, a lot of thought provoking work and even on our instagram if you see we have a community of one and a half lakh people who really love you know the thought provoking uh, work that we come up with uh, and this was this initially started with 
uh, working on social issues and coming up with messaging that was uh, really unique and hard hitting in a very simple manner and then that moved on to a lot of work that we started doing for uh, brands also because even brands wanted to do work that engages their audience uh, in in a format that you know makes their content uh, differentiated from everyone else so that's how our entire philosophy of minimalism really grew and even in fact what you see today as moment marketing is something that we unwittingly were doing uh, in 2015 and that's how the trend shaped up in the entire marketing uh, uh, industry in the country so so you know many designers many uh, creative professionals kept asking us that you know can you take workshops for us can you take sessions uh, to train our teams also or you know even colleges approached us and and over the years we have done a lot of workshops for corporates or training sessions for universities students creative professionals and what we realized was that uh, what looks magical you know the entire creativity that the ultimate end product that looks really magical ultimately is not that magical in fact it has a clear repeatable process which uh, you know if you practice and you utilize those techniques you can actually hone your craft and come up with the same magical ideas uh, the way we have been doing so so there's nothing magical about it there's a clear cut process and clear cut techniques to sort of hone that craft so so we thought we would actually encapsulate all that knowledge and all those techniques and uh, give it to the entire community right great i mean this sounds quite interesting quite fantastic in fact Thank right you. great so um as i uh, you know do you as a leader uh, have the impression that the workforce of today is uh, you know yearning for some some form of empowerment and support more than the others yes absolutely uh, i think uh, the last two years have also been pretty significant on that front um i think ever since the advent of covid i think everyone has had a conscious or unconscious realization that life is really short and uh, people need to make the most of it so i think uh, and, and apart from that philosophical realization people have also spent time uh, with their families spent time away from the madness of cities and i think that has given them an exposure into a kind of life that's possible and probably much better than the toxic you know always on um, hustle life that they are used to living in cities where the sole focus is just to work and you know uh, do nothing else which also results in burnout so yes i think people are exposed to a multitude of ideas uh, they saw possibilities that were earlier considered impossible uh, but now you know after covid remote work and all have revealed that a better life is possible so i think it's the uh, it's the people yearning for this better life and i think everyone in business ought to work towards this fact and ensure that you know people actually get that life and don't really work themselves to death right i i think i totally agree so i mean of course you mentioned that you know this has been going on since the past i mean you know past couple of years maybe after the pandemic but still i mean is this greater awareness of employee recruitments that wishes you know the recent trends has been created in the past couple of years so i mean do you think it actually is you know a very recent problem you know going on since the pandemic or is is this uh, you know going before that so um, you know the workforce wanting <clears throat> sorry better working conditions better rights i think this is uh, this is a trend in history that's been going on for hundreds of years right i think it uh, started ever since the advent of capitalism which reduced people to commodities and you know there were 16 hour work weeks and pathetic working conditions i think if you go long back in history <clears throat> this has been the trend throughout 
and of course uh, in the modern workforce i think uh, things have been much better they haven't been as uh, painful as earlier but uh, i agree the the trend has been on it's just that it has picked up pace in the last two years purely because of the uh, things that people have seen uh, things that are possible for them how they can find a way out of you know the endless uh, work culture that many companies bond them to be a part of and secondly um, uh, i think people have also uh, Uh, started reprioritizing what they want from their lives i think as people sat at their homes and thought through uh, the work that they were doing they also asked themselves a lot of fundamental questions which were which is why i think the trend was always there mm-hmm. but it got accelerated even more after covid i think yeah I, that that completely makes sense right so um what organizational practices you know have the biggest influence on employee experience and i mean would you like to offer any specific guidance or elaborate as to how organizations can enhance um you know employee experience and achieve employee experience excellence right so before i answer that question there's a disclaimer uh, and it's the fact that we are not perfect in this and neither are we experts in this uh, <laughs> no way yeah uh, and and you know despite whatever i say we are trying our best to keep improving things so it's not like we have mastered all of these but these are some things we have observed and uh, of course there are other things that we would like to improve but uh, based on whatever i have observed i'll share some notes uh, so firstly i think uh, creating a good employee experience starts from the top and starts with the values so i think uh, values are very underrated in the sense that people think it's just some writing on the wall and doesn't mean anything it's just corporate uh, lingo or something like that but yeah. in our case uh, values are very simple they are guiding tools for behavior in the company and the founders it begins with the founders and how they uh, live with the values and demonstrate them in everyday uh, work life right then it trickles down to the leaders managers and frontliners so i think the way people behave with each other that's very critical and uh, most of it is set by how leaders act so i think enforcing the right values and demonstrating the right behaviors and appreciating them in public uh, when they are demonstrated is very important i think that has helped us uh, we do call out and appreciate people who have done something right in town halls in public and okay. in fact uh, uh, in fact we one of our values is empathy so we really try to sort of walk the talk and be empathetic with people so a couple of examples on that notice and it is entire idea around remote work you know while everyone is working remotely that's that's true uh, a lot of people have also gone back to the office uh, in various bursts and sprints i think across the last one year uh, ever since people felt that uh, it's possible now to go back Uh, and i think we have seen a lot of organizations that have faced a lot of trouble in getting people back uh, some have even forced people and act i don't know how that approach works out but we have never even thought about that right. uh, we have continued with remote because we realized that in the first year of covid as we grew rapidly we had expanded our team to various corners of the country also and uh, it would be very difficult to suddenly call people back uh and secondly people have also certain people have also developed a certain familiarity and comfort with that way of working so i think showing trust in the team that you know this the way of working will work out and letting them work from anywhere i think that goes a long way in getting good uh good work output as well as men- uh, you know ensuring a healthy work life for them so i think sticking to remote work despite it being two to and a half years so the pandemic has helped us in some ways uh secondly another small demonstration so this was something that happened last year which uh, which you know won a lot of hearts uh, in the organization is something that even i fondly remember is that you know when covid struck it was a big uh, uh, 
period of uncertainty right uh, all businesses were hammered and uh, everyone was thinking about survival only so in a bit to sort of manage costs we had to uh, for the first two months in april and may 2020 we had to uh, do certain salary cuts for certain sections of people uh, and uh, those salary cuts were done just for two months april and may of 2020 uh, and of course they hurt but we had reversed them after those two months because business was back uh, to normal and in fact in fact it was growing but uh, more than that reversal what we actually did was at the end of the financial year when we looked at our books and realized that it had been a good year we actually gave those salary cut amounts back with a 10% uh, extra uh, uh, amount to them uh, to showcase that it wasn't really a cut it was an investment you know uh, people had actually invested in the organization by sticking around by working continuing to work hard during such difficult times <clears throat> and uh, that turned out to be a very very uh, nice gesture and people were overjoyed uh, when they saw this because they felt that we had we had treated them as partners and not as employees in fact many people didn't even give back salaries but we decided to give it back with an extra uh, percentage to make it make it an investment more than you know any other thing so i think that was great and and, and i think uh, uh, another thing that we do is doing a lot of open sharing uh, with the team so you know highlighting wins and misses in public i think that really sets the tone for openness in the organization and shows that everyone is open in accepting failure and mistakes and course correcting so i think we've been very vocal in things we've miserably failed at uh, because you know sometimes leaders get into this uh, god complex kind of a mode where they feel that everything we communicate should be uh, politically right and always correct but i think radical honesty also works out so i think some of the softer aspects of values and you know walking the talks really go a long way because people people these days see through uh, you know uh, uh, cosmetic things and and they really want to cut to the chase and understand what's really going on so showing people what's exactly going on goes a long way i totally agree i mean um, although i don't believe that any organization has you know perfected the uh, heart of uh, employee you know good employee experience but i do believe that every organization now is attempting to uh, improve yeah. all those things and of course i mean i heard you when you had some wonderful uh, suggestions for us <laughs> great right yeah so um, um sahil uh, you know what outreach method would work best when promoting your employer brand to talent outside of the organization and uh, do you believe that various different strategies are required for maybe you know different demographics uh, right uh, so in our case uh, first of all we've been very lucky in terms of uh, hiring because we have built a brand for our own selves uh, over the years and that's helped us not only gain clients organically but also gain a lot of talent organically so uh, thankfully we have not had to struggle too much okay. to 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 get talent on board although talent is obviously always a struggle because to get the perfect people for the perfect position that's always you know uh, uh, a matter that requires a lot of struggle but uh, overall if you see it it's uh, help brand i think that's one thing that anyone can do you know really build a, a brand for your company itself uh, the company should have a voice the company should have a point of view so that people relate to it and want to sort of join that particular business i think that is critical a lot of people are just uh, reaching out to the open positions but more than the open positions people want to see what is your organization all about what does it really stand for uh, you know uh, those are the things that uh, the brands let's say linkedin pages or website and all really reflect on a very regular basis and people i mean positions then even can check but your point of view and what you stand for i think that needs to be communicated regularly to talent 
so that's one thing um, in fact uh, you know in line with what i told you the way the minimalist communicates with very thought provoking content we have, we have we actually have come up with a lot of hiring posts which are which went so viral in fact one of them had over like 10000 likes and reached a million people uh, which we had done uh, in a topical way so when friends were really was releasing and coming out with a new season we'd actually done a post on you know using that friends logo and saying that you know tell your friends we are hiring so so that actually went really viral and you know those kind of cheeky things also really help of course it aligns with our own brand language and the way we uh, uh, communicate with our brand but i think being smart in your hiring is also something that people should think of i mean we have, we always try to put a lot of effort and be smart in the brand's marketing but uh, we must realize the same kind of marketing is also required at the employer brand uh, front because uh, let's face it these day Uh, the best talent has way too many options to pick from, and and he need to act as companies really market to them to showcase why they should join us over some other company. So so that's one, and uh, I think every company can also invest a little bit of time wondering about or thinking about what their employer value proposition really is. Uh, I'm not saying uh, that you should embark on a big workshop and spend a lot of time and money on that, but at least. having a simple articulation in two three words about what you stand for is is very critical in fact through our interviews and experiences uh, candidates have told us that you know we want to join the minimalist to really learn the art of minimalism and you know it's it's like a school for me so from some of the sound bites we have picked out our own uh, value proposition and that's what we use in our communication so i think a little bit of time spent on why people should join you in two three words i think that articulation really brings a lot of clarity uh, not only in onboarding talent but also approaching the right kind of talent because that value match when it happens it's much easier and finally i would say um um i think company should uh, uh, look at the position that they are in you know uh, because many times you are not in the best position to communicate and do all of these initiatives i think filling out a lot of the open positions in the best way possible uh, is also critical so i think instead of focusing on always getting the best talent uh, people should also look at what's optimal for the business which is what we generally do uh, but i think it it makes sense to first sort your internal policies and internal experience because word of mouth ultimately is the biggest uh, thing that has helped us gain talent exactly. and when, unless and until people are talking very positively about your organization attracting any new talent is going to be very difficult uh, regardless of what marketing you do so yeah those are some notes on that front Correct. That's yeah. Uh, that's that's true. Great. So, um, uh, sir, what are some of the advantages here? You know, according to you, that the emerging, newly established, and you know, um, fast-growing organizations may have uh, over the established ones in in the battle of talent. Right. Uh, there are quite a few actually. Uh, while of course the perks and structure of a corporate are uh, something that attract a lot of people, startups can also do a lot of uh, things in the right way to attract talent, and which is what. lot of the best talent today is looking for so one is the entire autonomy that you get in a fast moving new age company uh, it is it's a very uh, entrepreneurial role uh, in many departments and many positions that these companies can offer in fact we have also done the same whenever we are hiring in new business lines or we are hiring hiring at managerial or leadership positions we actually try to create that kind of an atmosphere where we give the entire freedom and responsibility to those people and let them run the show and our job is to act more like coaches right to help them and set the right direction and values for them to then go and deliver and have minimum intervention so i think this 
this entire idea of being free to do what they want the way they want uh, is is a big draw um, and in fact uh, i am i'm very inspired by the way netflix does it uh, in fact uh, there's a great book on this called no rules rules uh, on the way netflix has built their culture of course it's it's so aspirational that uh, probably only netflix can do it but uh, what you learn from them is that people really admire the autonomy and this culture of you know low intervention low surveillance and a you know, high freedom and uh, decision making power so i think in pockets when you hire very good talent if you implement that and that that gives them a very very different kind of experience which uh, they've always wanted but they've never gotten in big companies and i think even the fast moving pace of uh, smaller companies is very exciting to some uh, which which typically sort of gets uh, uh, slowed slowed down because of you know hierarchies and decision making loops that typically happen at larger companies i mean they exist for a reason but i think it stifles a lot of the top talent so being able to offer some of these things definitely helps younger companies attract uh, you know those hungry ambitious and highly talented people and we have seen the same in our case as well all right right so um i i heard uh, you say how netflix does it and uh, you praising a lot so i definitely must check that out great yes. so yeah so um, unfortunately you know this marks the end of the podcast um, i personally had a wonderful conversation with you and i'm sure that uh, even our listeners enjoyed every bit of it so i mean of course there were some great ideas that the leaders of today can take away from this conversation so yeah it was a pleasure hosting you sahil and you know having you as a part of our podcast series thank you so much it was a pleasure being here great so and also uh, sahil uh, you know if any of our listeners would want to reach out to you would linkedin be the ideal platform absolutely so i am reachable on linkedin as well as twitter all right great great sahil thank you so much for being here thank you